Arkansas. This is Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. All right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Friday. It's July the 15th of 2022. Glad you guys are up with us this morning. So coming up this morning, we talk about the great unfollow because my wife has realized that somebody who I thought was my friend has unfollowed me. Do you realize the stress this causes? I do. And if you guys don't know Brandon very well, I'm just going to tell you, he probably did not go to sleep last night. We also talk about the fact that uh, President Bill Clinton returned to Arkansas. We'll talk about that. Plus, uh, you and I both have some unique experiences with President Clinton. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about that this morning. Uh, The cost of childbirth has skyrocketed. So if you're one of those people who wants to have a baby, I'm going to give you a heads up about that coming up. Uh, Plus, is it cheaper to eat at home or in restaurants? We have new music from Kelsey Ballerini today. Jason Aldean is headed to the campfire. All of that this morning. Plus, today is National Give Something Away Day. So George Strait has a whole song where I just give it away. Uh, It's also National Gummy Worm Day, which Kai would love that. Uh, National Pet Fire Safety Day. Make sure your pet knows the fire exit in your home. It's National Tapioca Pudding Day. Mm. And it's National I Love Horses Day. All things you can celebrate as you get your day started with Arkansas's morning show. Brandon Baxter in the morning. I'd like to send a shout out today to my grandparents' horse who was run over on the highway. (laughs) Back in the 90s, we were traumatized. Was it a diesel? Uh, I don't remember. I just remember, you know, the horse was there one trip and the next time we went, the horse wasn't there anymore. And we were trying to figure out what happened. And we were told the horse busted through the fence and got run over by a car. Wow. That is traumatizing. Yeah. So, but I've always loved horses, even though they're a little bit freaky. Like when I was a kid, I was scared to death of them. My aunt, her name was Dot, Aunt Dot. Mm -hmm. She had a horse, right? And I remember like my grandmother or my grandfather taking me over to Aunt Dot's house and they were trying to convince me to ride the horse. And I was afraid that the horse was really like a bull. Oh. And then once I got on the back of the horse, all the horse would do is try to buck me off. Yeah, I don't think I think thought that. But I remember the very first time I did get on a horse, I was with my, my Uncle Rick. And we were scared. Like, I was scared to death and I cried until I got on and realized, oh, it's just going to walk. Because I think I've I always loved horses, but once you get up to it, it's so majestic. Because yeah. as a kid, that's like the biggest animal you see, like, you know, when you, well, it was for me. Well, that you can get close to. Yeah. And so I think it was, it's just the, the overall how big the horse is and thinking that it's going to take off with you. And they'll tell you, oh, if you sit on the back of a horse, the horse can feel every little, every time you move a tiny little muscle. And that's way the way it can kind of figure out direction and stuff like that. It senses your nervousness. It oh, yeah. knows if you're scared. Yeah. <laughs> so you never need to get on a horse ever. No. I rode one one time. I was doing a school event uh, <laughs> at Westside in Jonesboro. And somebody had a horse outside. And I decided, you know, because I was in front of a crowd of people that I was going to try to be brave. Yes. And then what happens inevitably is there's somebody who pretends like they're going to slap the backside of the horse and make it take off. <laughs> Which would have been my luck, right? I'm sitting yes. over here looking off and the horse takes off. I fly off the back. Disaster. And I see you riding like backwards. Like you can't. Okay, thank you. You, you. you don't know where like the head of the horse of is. And I don't know where the head of the horse is. Backwards. 
Like I don't a know. Movie. I don't know which one is the head and which one is the tail. <laughs> you remember the time somebody brought one here? Uh, Diego Ranch stopped by the radio station, and uh, and uh, Michael Jackson, who's the guy who runs it, he brought a horse out here. And of course, you know Kelly was excited, I was excited. I called my wife, I called my son. We were all going to get on the back of this horse, and we thought that uh, David the Barrel Boy was going to yeah. ride the horse as well. And all of a sudden, he was gone, but his truck was here. We were trying to figure out what happened, and come to find out, he was scared of horses, and he was hiding underneath a desk at the radio station. Yeah, he was basically having quote stomach issues. Yeah, under a desk. Right. <laughs> a lot of times when I have a stomach ache, I crawl under a desk until it goes away. Yeah. Anyway, today is National I Love Horses Day. You can celebrate. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So <laughs> there's a survey out today, and I think this is uh, this really speaks for us as people. Because a lot of Americans say that they think they know what a healthy lifestyle looks like, and they think they know what a healthy diet looks like. But they believe if they were to partake and go on said diet, that they would be miserable. 100%. I agree. It's not 100% of people. Oh. But about 48% of people say, hey, man, if I go on a diet, I am miserable. And some of those people are lying if they're saying that they're not miserable. You think everybody is? Well, not everybody. Of course, you have those freaks of nature that just only put in what they need for fuel and they feel amazing all the time and you never see them, you know, whatever. But like... I think if we, well, I know if I don't eat certain things for a long time, it puts me in a weird mood. Like, why should you, I'm not saying indulge like all the time, but people like you that start diets. Uh Uh-uh. No, no. (sighs) I do that every once in a while. I'll look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, oh, you know what, self, you can do better than this. And I decide like I'm going to lose weight. I even had that thought. As we head into fall, you know, there's more events for us in the fall and we're out in public even more for whatever reason in the fall than we are in the summer, I guess because of schools and stuff like that. And I started thinking, you know what? I need to probably, you know, drop a couple of LBs. Brandon, you do this. <laughs> it's like I can't handle that. You are. This is why it's so bad with you. It's it's because you're either all or nothing. Yes. So but it changes <laughs> your when you do a diet, it changes your entire personality. No, it doesn't. No, Brandon, it doesn't. It does not. Call your wife right now. No, she won't be up until around. Call one. your son. Bro. What? <laughs> her mom is going to go tell her what she you better just not. Said. This is a secret. Okay. This hour is the secret. But hour. Here's the thing. When you start a diet. It automatically makes you mad. No, it doesn't. Sometimes when I get into the habit of it, uh, I get okay with it. The initial part is the tough part. They always say that, right? Like to build a habit, it takes a certain amount of time to where it becomes routine. And I think if I get to that point, I'm good. But what happens inevitably is somebody has a party. Somebody has an event. Hey, so-and-so has a birthday. There's going to be cake there. And unfortunately for me, and I wish it wasn't like this. But like so much of my enjoyment is food. See, then like I can travel. I love the food part of it. Then you've got to figure out the the happy medium. You have to. So again, almost 50% of people say if they go into a healthy lifestyle, which they know how to get there, but they don't think it's going to make them happy. They think they'll be miserable. They also say most people believe that eating healthy means your food doesn't taste good. <laughs> I mean, there's some things that taste good, but the majority of stuff... And I think it's the mental aspect because what told us that chocolate tastes good and broccoli tastes bad, right? We learned that early on in life. So if we go through the the whole psychological part of it's it. It's our taste buds that tell us. No one tells us. No, maybe. I think we do. I think we educate ourselves into what tastes good. 
Like for me, I love black licorice. Not everybody Ugh. likes black licorice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that tastes good. Yeah. Because I think my mom liked it, so I was taught, right. hey, this is good. I don't know. It is a mindset, <clears throat> though. And I think we have to think about if you're trying to diet, here's the way you think about this. You think about the foods that you're craving and that taste so good and think, hey, these people are playing me. These people who made those chips have scientifically engineered these chips to make it to where I continue eating them. Not only because I, so I eat the whole bag, but so I go back and buy more. So when you process that in your food and you start thinking, you know what, they're playing the game with me and I'm losing the game, maybe that's how you quit the food. Oh, man, I'm running behind. <laughs> so there's also people who have a tendency to think I overthink things. What? <laughs> I've never thought that. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. Good morning, Arkansas. It's time to celebrate. It's time for an Arkansas's morning show. High five. High five. Hey, a big high five goes out to people all across the Mid-South. This is a really cool story that just down the road in Memphis. So there is a young eight-year-old girl. Her name is Charlotte. She's getting ready to celebrate her birthday, and her big sister, Chloe, wants to play in the party. And the reason her big sister wants to play in the party is because their mother passed away from brain cancer. Uh, so what Chloe's doing is looking at her little sister, thinking this is going to be uh, Charlotte's first birthday without mom. I want it to be special. Now, the issue comes up in that... Um, as Chloe's planning the birthday party, Charlotte had just transferred to a new school. They sent out the birthday invitations, and there was only one RSVP. Oh. One kid was going to come. So Chloe, the big sister, goes to TikTok, explains the situation, and people from around the Mid-South, they hear about the story. And they want to make sure that even though only one kid RSVP to this party, that people showed up and that young Charlotte has a good birthday. So enter people who came in, like Taylor and Abby who decorated the entire house with balloons and streamers. Cindy, who shows up and does the big balloon arch and the Encanto theme. There's Libby and her father from Oxford, Mississippi. They show up with ponies so the kids can ride ponies and pet the ponies and stuff like that. The Mid-South Jeep group shows up. They do a drive-by Jeep deal, like a parade for young Charlotte's birthday. Uh, A couple of women... Alyssa and Shannon show up with reptiles for the kids to see. Other parents brought their kids to the party from around the Mid-South. So everyone came together for this eight-year-old's birthday, even though the school just wasn't there just yet. So I thought we'd do this. Here's to you, kind people of the Mid-South. It's an Arkansas's morning show. High five! High five! Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, doing it big on a Friday morning. It's July the 15th, and y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! This is Country Music News on Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. We have Country Music News today on Jason Aldean. It's a crazy town full of So tonight could be your night with Jason Aldean. He's headed to the campfire. It's the CMT Campfire Sessions featuring Jason Aldean. Basically, this is CMT's version of uh, like MTV Unplugged from back in the day. It's acoustic performances all set by a campfire. It's cool scenery. Uh, we have a couple of songs that Jason's given us sneak peeks at. Uh, here is Jason Aldean by the campfire doing Trouble with a Heartbreak. And that's the trouble with a heartbreak. It's gonna hang around. 
love acoustic performances. It's almost like you're in Jason's backyard and he's grabbed the guitar. Uh, there's also a version of his song, That's What Tequila Does. It's Jason Aldean by The Campfire. It'll make you think that you got a side of the one you got away when it goes down. She's gonna tell you, she's gonna come back and that's what makes you stay for another round. Keep you sticking around, keep pouring out till she's all you're thinking about. What tequila does. It's Jason Aldean, Campfire Sessions tonight on CMT. We have country music news today on Miranda Lambert. If I was a cowboy, I'd be wild and free. So Miranda Lambert kicks off her Vegas residency in September at Planet Hollywood. And recently she said she shared that she's a little scared. Miranda says she likes being nervous because that means it that she has passion for what she does. Yep. And right now, Miranda is writing out and concentrating on her set list and getting a feel for where she thinks it should go in the show. And Miranda took her whole team to see Brooks and Dunn, Shania Twain, and George Strait to Vegas, in Vegas last year. Yep. And what she learned from those shows alone is that those artists are in Vegas because they've built this huge catalog of songs. And she said, people want you to play the songs that they know and love. And that's what she's going to do with her residency. So Miranda says she hasn't started with her wardrobe, but the idea of more fringe and rhinestone sounds great to her. But it's Miranda Lambert and the Velvet Rodeo Residency. It kicks off in September. To find out more, just go to MirandaLambert.com. And country music news today on Kelsey Ballerina. That's Heart First. That's uh, Kelsey's current radio single. Uh, Kelsey has announced her album, Subject to Change, comes out on September the 23rd. And this morning... I woke up and went to my email, and there was uh, another brand new song from Kelsey. This one is called Love is a Cowboy. A little Eldorado and a little bit John Wayne. Love is a cowboy. Mm-hmm. Makes your heart feel like wild horses that you chase. Trying to catch his like trying to tame the wild, wild west. And when I'm with him, it's like Love is a Cowboy. New stuff from Kelsey Ballerini. And again, that album comes out on September the 23rd. And that's your country music news on Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Uh, I need to issue a public apology real quick. The (laughs) other day, the other day, um, we had a guest on the show who said his wife doesn't shave her armpits. And... Evidently, the wife is upset about this because she is a public figure in her area. Did he say it or did you say it? Well, Mike Bellotto, the coach of Arkansas State men's basketball, said that his wife, Alicia, does not shave her pits. Brandon. Um, And now she has heard this because people have told her about this and she wants to beat me up. Well, I told you when you said that. Because it wasn't her husband that said it. No, it was her husband. Uh huh. It was you, and I was like, if I were you, I would lock the door because (laughs) she is she's going to come after you. She said she's going to come after me. No, you're on your own, bro. (laughs) I'm more scared of Alicia Bellotto than I am of Mike. (laughs) Uh, one hundred percent. That's all you. Hey, and uh, Miss Bellotto, if you're listening right now, 
and had nothing to do. She's nasty up in here. What? She's nasty. Is that what you just said? She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Oh it's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Arkansas's Morning Show. I'll hold him for you, Alicia. <laughs> Did you know the three largest employers in the world are the U.S. Department of Defense, the Chinese military, and Walmart? Son of a gun, man. Yeah. Walmart playing big there, huh? Mm-hmm. Did you know James Cameron worked as a truck driver after he dropped out of college in 1974, but was inspired to quit and take a shot at the film industry? after he saw Star Wars in 1977. He did okay with that, didn't he? Yeah. And did you know Mike Tyson only got $50,000 from Nintendo for Mike Tyson's Punch-Out? What in the heck? I know. Literally, to me, that is one of the most iconic video games of all time from that original Nintendo. Only $50,000. I think everybody had that game if you had Nintendo. I know. That's crazy, man. And if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So do you enjoy flying, like the whole idea of getting on a plane? I love it. I don't mind it like I used to. You know, for a long time, um, and I guess I'll walk through the story because I mean, yeah. um, I was scared of planes. You know, we had a, an incident when I was young. Um, so I was always scared to fly. And then I flew once and then I didn't fly for years. And then I flew once mm-hmm. and I didn't fly for years. So I was scared of it. The last time I, when I was getting ready to travel regularly, um, back in like 2015, I was going to be on anywhere from four to eight flights a weekend, yeah. right? I was uh-huh. like, oh, this is a lot. Um, so I had to get better at it. And the one thing I don't know that I ever really found out was the etiquette of what, uh, what you do on the plane. Okay. Like I knew like, don't jump up into the aisle as soon as the plane lands, even though everybody else does. Right. I would stay seated. To get your bag. Yes. Cause it's like, you're, you're we're still single file. Yeah. You're not going to get out that much faster than anybody else, but now you're standing there with your butt in my face. Yeah, they haven't even opened the door, but yeah. So I wanted to walk through some etiquette things and see what you think. Okay. Okay. Is it okay if people bring food on a flight, their own food on a flight? Yes. 94% of people agree with you and say, Mm -hmm. yes, that's okay. Yeah, I agree. What if it's eggs? Well, you're going to get dirty looks, but bring what you want. What if it's tuna fish? Yeah, you're going to get dirty looks. What if it's salmon? I don't know of anyone who would just do that unless they're on some weird strict diet. Meal prep. You can meal prep something. You don't have have to meal prep for that plane ride. Stinky foods. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So get all picky here. Uh, Is it okay to take off your shoes and your socks? No. (laughs) No. 90% of people agree that that's uh, not okay. Is it acceptable to wear pajamas on a plane? Yes. You think so? I mean... I'd say no. Have you seen... I mean, I'm not saying, like, revealing pajamas, but... Well, I didn't say lingerie, Kelly. Have you seen what stars wear? They'll put on, like, sweatpants and, a like, it looks like pajamas. I think if it covers up and they're cute, it's completely fine. Because it is kind of uncomfortable, right? You don't want to be too buttoned up. Like, when you see a dude walk onto a plane in a suit, you're like, you're miserable right now. Oh, yeah, he is. You gotta be miserable. Uh, let's see here. On long flights, is it okay to recline your seat? Yes, but just don't keep doing it back and forth. There's some people that it's like they can't make up their mind. And really, the seat doesn't go back that far, but yeah. they just keep trying to jam it back. And like you you have your little tray out, and your stuff's getting spilled. And yeah, all of a sudden, you're even more cramped. Yes. So 38% of people say it's okay to recline. 52% of people say, hey, if you're going to recline, you got to ask the people around you first. Uh, if there's an empty seat in your row, should you move over? To create the space, like get closer to the window. 
once the the flight attendant says you can. Okay. Uh, let's see here. The middle armrests. Who are they for? Ooh. So you're in the middle seat. There's two armrests on your left and your right. Who are they for? I, I'm the one that won't use the armrest to let somebody else use it. See, so I'm like this, like really like. You know, I would do that too. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people feel like if they take the middle seat, they got the worst seat of the three seats that they should get both armrests. There's nothing like getting on a plane and realizing that you got moved to the middle seat. Oh, it's awful, isn't it? Yes. That's why, like, I like to fly Southwest. That way, if you get there early, you can like run to your seat mm-hmm. and figure out which one you want. Uh, is it okay to strike up a conversation with a stranger? It is, but I just I don't want to talk to people when I'm on a plane. Because you, do you think it's like just uh, it? It means nothing. It's meaningless conversation. It's just being nice. So don't be nice. That's you not recommend what I, not being nice. That is not what I'm recommending. Is that what you recommended? Was not being nice. It's like cordial stuff. You don't have to strike it up. That's why I'd put on my headphones and I'd look down at my glasses and the hat. I just mm-hmm. look down like a you know. But then people might think I look like I was being shady. Or you were scary. Or scary, yeah. There was one dude, I was on a flight somewhere, and I was always a little anxious. I'd look around to see who was on the flight with me. Uh, and there was a guy, I don't know if he was hungover or what, but he, he was on, uh, it was a smaller flight on a smaller plane, but it was still three seats. It was probably an old Southwest plane or something. And the guy was laying across all three seats in a weird position. <laughs> and I thought for sure, this guy is hiding something in his shirt. So I kept eyeing him all the time, like I was one of those... Uh, what would you call those guys? Uh, was it is it a uh, TSA guy who's in the air or no? Is that the pre Like a marshal? Like an a, air marshal? Yeah, an air marshal. I was looking at him like I was an undercover marshal. Huh. Would you take the window seat or the aisle seat? Window. See, me too. I love the window seat. I will look out the whole time, even if it's dark. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But some people don't want to look out. They don't want to see. So anyway, airplane etiquette for anybody getting ready to fly soon. We're trying to help you out, man. Don't take your shoes and socks off. I think that's the most important takeaway. Ugh. And I still don't rec- recommend the tuna fish and the salmon and hard-boiled eggs. Ugh. Probably not the best food to take on a plane. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. A family of six sat down at a Waffle House in Hillsboro, North Carolina to have a nice lunch. Then they, after they were done eating, they pulled a gun and robbed the place. Son of a gun. What? <laughs> Only three of them were involved in the robbery, and they're all adults. They flashed a gun and told an employee to grab money from the register and took off. I'm assuming that they didn't leave a tip. Well, they were on the run for two days, but they're all in custody now. Cops caught them uh, like on this past day yesterday near Charlotte, and it turns out they're from Texas, and they also robbed a business in Louisiana a few days before they hit the Waffle House. What the heck? Well, it's not clear how they're all related, but it's one guy and two women. Their names are Tony, Tomiko, and Diamond. Tony's the one who pulled the gun, but all three are facing charges for armed robbery and conspiracy to commit armed robbery. Wow. They're also facing similar charges in Louisiana. Gosh. Speaking of Waffle House, what do you call a waffle that burps too much? I don't know, Kelly. What do you call a waffle that burps too much? A Belchin waffle. Oh, oh, man. And there's Oof. even more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Kelly, would you say sometimes I worry a little bit too much? Um, you worry more than almost anyone I know in my life. <laughs> Would you say that I'm sensitive? Yes. Would you say that I'm kind-hearted? Where are we going with this? I'm just asking. 
Uh, yes. I got my feelings hurt just for a little bit. And let me tell you what happened. Um, I wake up from my nap. My wife accuses me of sleeping for too long. And I'm like, you slept for like three and a half hours. Freaking tired, man. If I got three hours of sleep, I didn't get a total of seven hours in two sleeps. (laughs) As Kai would say, (laughs) how many more sleeps until we get to go? Uh, anyway, so I was tired. Uh, I woke up and Leslie said, Hey, do you know that so-and-so unfollowed you? (laughs) And I was like, huh? And she mentioned someone that that I was kind of tight with doesn't follow me anymore. And I thought... What'd uh, you do? Well, I thought that she had to be wrong. So I logged into my socials and I go over there to the Instagram and I realize, okay, well, I'm not followed there. Then I thought, well, maybe this was a mistake. And I went over to Twitter and I thought, well, surely he's still on Twitter. Yeah. And then even on Twitter, I was unfollowed. And then I was like, well, did everybody get unfollowed? And a lot of people that I know who are mutual friends in this group were unfollowed. And then I started to think, what happens in a situation like this? Because I very rarely, if ever, I don't know if I've ever unfollowed anybody because I don't want to be that guy unless I notice you unfollowed me first and then I get revenge. Ooh, I'm going to click this button and unfollow you too. So do you think... That I should unfollow the individual who unfollowed me. Because at first then you're like, is this a mistake? And then I'm like, no, he unfollowed Leslie and un- unfollowed, uh, you know, blah, 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 blah. Wait, am I friends with this person? You were. Have you already looked to see if he unfollowed me? How do you know it's a he? I don't. Is it? Is it a girl? No, it's a he. Oh. Uh, I don't know. You go and look. See if this individual, well, I'll have, I can't tell you the name. I don't want to tell you the name. But I was a little bit like, oh, because then I'm thinking like, why was I unfollowed? What have I done? And then I thought about, do I reach out to the individual and ask them why no, they are? No, uh, don't do that. As a a man in your 40s, no. you don't text or call someone and be like, why did you unfollow me? Kelly. What are we doing? Are we in seventh grade? I used to have those apps and I would know when somebody would unfollow because they would check daily. Who has that? Cares. I cared back then, and then I started getting my feelings hurt. What do you mean back then? No, I don't want to know anymore. I really don't. I don't want to know. Because it would bother me. Like, if it's somebody I know who, if I saw them in public, they would approach me and we would have a conversation, I don't think you should unfollow me. I agree. If I know you that well. Yeah, just, you, they could mute you. Well, don't mute me I've either. muted so many people. I don't mute anybody. I do. I'm an open book. As far as my socials are, are concerned. Are you? Yeah, because legit. Really? I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I mean, I could go and unfollow everybody today, but I wouldn't want I wouldn't want to have that weight on my shoulders. Okay, write down who it is and just show <clears throat> me and I'm going to go to mine and right, see Let me run on this. If this person has unfo- You want me to go to Instagram, Kelly uh, Perry on in- Kelly Perry on the radio on Instagram. Yeah, hang Brandon on. Brandon gets upset if I have more followers, no, so please uh, go follow me. No, that's stupid. I'm okay. also on TikTok. That's who unfollowed me. Oh, oh my goodness. Exactly. Brandon, that's like a big deal. I know that. Okay, I'm going to go look. All right, this well, is going to be Gosh, I'm tight with his family. I'm not worried about it. Uh-huh. All right, here we go. Should I reach out to him? You think no? Let uh, it go. Don't be let, a little girl. Let it go. Well, I, I, I'm not going to say that because I know a lot of little girls are a lot stronger and less sensitive than you. But, okay, thank you. Okay, uh, oh, Hang on. Are you there? Is he still following you? Because maybe I did do something. Maybe I posted something he didn't like. 
How do you know? Look who they're following, and you should be at the top. Are you on Instagram? Yes. Here. Don't be liking anything. I'm not going to like Don't click it. on anything. Okay, if you go, this is who they're following. Does it show? No. You're not being followed anymore. What? Yeah. I'm not being followed either. So I'm going to message no. this individual. No. Brandon, give me my phone. No. Stop. No. Give me my phone. I'm about, Brandon, stop. I'm about to do it. Then if you do. Why I'm, are you getting mad? If you do, I'm going to tell him you had a whole break on it. Why are you getting mad about it? About it right? And tell him he needs to call the authorities. Okay, I'm about to do it. I think he needs to get a lawyer. Uh, I'm going to. Don't. Don't threaten me. We're live. Speaking of getting a lawyer, you just threatened me live. <laughs> so, anyway, check your followers. All right, y'all Actually, see don't. if this guy No, 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 you. no, oh, no. Don't. Uh, no, we're uh, not going to do that. Are you a little bit like, oh, what? A little bit, yeah. Because it wasn't an accident. You had to see us and go, boom, unfollow. No, you don't get unfollowed by accident. If someone said, oh, I must have unfollowed you by accident, liar. <laughs> no. All right. So should I be a little bit like, oh, no, I don't think you should. Are you, though? Maybe a little. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday to you. Ah, happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. Boy. Happy birthday to Florence. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today. It's Friday, July the 15th of 2022. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Dana Hinton Tyler, who works at St. Bernard's, who celebrates a birthday today. Lauren Barnett in Stuttgart is celebrating. Ezekiel Bryant in Clarksville is turning two, so happy birthday to Ezekiel Bryant. Uh, Braden Gatling of Jonesboro. Scott Snyder of Jonesboro. Chancey Simmons, also from Jonesboro, celebrates today. Jonathan Hutchison, known as Hutch from Hoxie. He's turning 33. Happy birthday. Neil Davis, 67, from Jonesboro. And happy birthday from your wife, Sharon. Happy birthday goes out to Kenny Woodard of Wynn, who is uh, celebrating today. Happy birthday from Aunt Lynn. We have Megan Chinoweth, who turns 30. Joseph Gargas has a birthday today. Marilyn Mashburn and Tiffany Green all celebrating today. Tomorrow's birthdays, Keaton Linder is celebrating. Derek Watts. Of Jonesboro, Jackie Turrentine is going to celebrate Stacey Orr of Jonesboro, Elizabeth Gifford of Jonesboro, Patricia Kennedy of Wynn, Tasha Carter-Mosley from Wynn, we have Brooke Northern of Stuttgart, Kim Altman of Stuttgart, Garrett Meyer in Stuttgart, and Jennifer Hall, all of Stuttgart, celebrating tomorrow. Celebrating on Sunday, Misty Parker Lehman of Jonesboro celebrates happy birthday and love from Lisa Renna and the Boo Boo Chickens. Happy birthday, Misty. Renee Bachman celebrates a birthday coming up on Sunday. Allie Clark of Stuttgart. Randy Weatherford uh, from Scott's going to be celebrating. We have David Roberts of Jonesboro. Nathan Fitzpatrick. Gloria Romine of Delaplane is turning uh, is having a birthday on Sunday. Angela Herringer of Jonesboro. Taylor Runsick has a birthday. Pamela Barnes of Jonesboro. Callie Joe Martin from Wynn. Spencer Foley celebrates on Sunday. And Angie Triplett of Marion Love from Ron Bow, Cade, and Colby. Woo! 
good grief. That's a bunch of birthdays. And if you have a birthday today or this weekend, we say this. We say... Happy birthday to all y'all, and you celebrate with these celebrities. Taylor Kinney is 41 today. That's Lieutenant Severide on Chicago Fire. Brian Austin Green is 49. Of course, that's David Silver on the old Beverly Hills 90210. Brigitte Nielsen is 59. Of course, that's Flava Flav's woman, or used to be. Yeah, she's also Drago's wife. Drago's wife in Rocky mm-hmm. Ford. Yep. Yeah. Happy birthday to WWE Hall of Famer, former Minnesota Governor Jesse Ventura is 71 today. What was his nickname? Jesse the, the Ventura. Yeah, Jesse the... What do you think? I'm not... No, go ahead and You're give me trying a to make all your wrestling fans mad at me. No, get, just give me a guess. Jesse, Jesse the, the... I know I'm going to know it after you tell no, me. No, just give me an idea. Mm-hmm. What do you think would sound good? Oh. Jesse the blank Ventura. Jesse the machine Ventura. Jesse the machine <laughs> Ventura. Y'all are yelling at me. One what more try. It? No, you're... You are really Give trying me. to make people hate me. I know you. I don't have to work very hard. Okay. One more time. <laughs> oh, Jesse. Um, not Uncle Jesse Ventura. Uh, no. What it's is it? Jesse the Body Ventura. Oh, I knew that. All right. It's happy okay. birthday. Okay. Sorry, y'all. Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Linda Ronstadt is 76. I broke up. Hey. Do you know did you know Linda Ronstadt originally did, uh, she was the first person to do the Terry Clark song? Yeah, Linda Ronstadt. But for me, and I don't know why I remember this song, there was Linda Ronstadt and Aaron Neville. This song called I Don't Know Much. See if you remember this. I loved this song. But I know I love you. I bought this. What? So, I was going through a lot of emotions as a seventh grader. There you go. Linda Ronstadt <laughs> turning 76 today. Celebrating on Sunday, Corey Hart, professional motocross racer who's married to Pink, will be 47. Yep. Happy birthday tomorrow to Craig Morgan, All right. who will be 58. Let's do some Craig Morgan. What I love about Sunday, I sing along as the choir sways, every verse of amazing grace. <laughs> Happy birthday to Craig Morgan, who celebrates on Sunday. Craig Morgan turns 58 on Sunday. Happy birthday to Michael Knight. Or Mitch Buchanan in Baywatch. Oh, yeah. David Hasselhoff will be 70 on Sunday. All right. <laughs> and a happy birthday on Sunday <laughs> to Luke Bryan, <laughs> who will be 46. Shaking for the young bucks, sitting in the honky tonks, for the rednecks rocking till the break of dawn. The DJ spinning that country song. Come on, come on, come on. Shaking for the birds, shaking for the bees, shaking for the catfish swimming down deep in the creek, for the crickets and the critters and the squirrels. Happy birthday to Luke Bryan, who turns 46 on Sunday. And all my friends say, I started shooting doubles when you walked in. Luke Bryan, happy birthday. You got your hands up, you're rocking in my truck. You got the radio on, you're singing every song. Baby, it's someone else calling you, baby. It's oh, can I do my favorite move? It's going to slow it down for a second. Is that okay? Yeah. My favorite Luke is this one. I turn you on at all when I can't 
And of course, Luke Bryan has his current single called Country On. Hey, cowboy, keep slinging that rope, eating that dirt, wearing that gold, break a leg, rodeo, but just don't break no bones, Country On. Come on. Hey, barkeep, how about another round? Keep the neon lit in this crazy town, just pour a little more. Happy birthday goes out to my good friend, Luke Bryan, Mm -hmm. who turns 46 on Sunday. Happy birthday, Luke. (laughs) Hope you have a good one on Sunday. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. Good morning, Arkansas. It's time to celebrate. It's time for an Arkansas's morning show High five! High five! Hey, a big high five goes out today to the community of Monad. So back in December, if you remember, there were tornadoes, multiple weeks of tornadoes, and Monad was hit by a tornado, and you and I actually had the chance uh, when we were in Northeast Arkansas and Monad to go around mm-hmm. the Monad Manor, which was the, the home where so many people lived, right? Yes. Um, so we went through there, and we were just amazed at what we saw, mm-hmm. the devastation. Well, good news is that community, Monette, started the groundbreaking of a new facility, and they did that yesterday. So congratulations mm-hmm. to them. There's plans to rebuild the facility that meant so much to that local community. And they say this is a big, this is a big deal, not just for the residents who lived in Monette Manor, but for the people of that town, because it's rebuilding. Mm-hmm. And it's putting something up that meant so much to that community. It's a new chapter for Monette, so we thought we'd give you a shout-out this morning. And here's to you, of course, Monette Manor, but the entire community of Monette. It's an Arkansas's morning show. High five! High five! Today in pop culture on Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly. All right, so today is July the 15th, and today in pop culture in 2003, uh, Johnny Cash made his first public appearance after the funeral of his wife, June Carter. And this ended up being uh, his final performance. Mm-hmm. So it's 2003, and of course, when you think of Johnny Cash. I fell into a burning ring of fire. I went down, 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 and the flames went higher. So 2003. Uh, today in pop culture in 2006, it was a big day for Twitter because Twitter was released to the public in 2006. And no one understood it. No, I thought this is the dumbest thing <laughs> ever. But look what happened. All of a sudden, with the at symbol becomes what we attach mm-hmm. usernames to, all because of Twitter back then. Uh, today in pop culture in 2007, VH1 premiered this TV show called Rock of Love, featuring Brett Michaels of Poison. That's 2007. Kelly auditioned for okay, that show. Okay, Brandon. But she didn't pass okay. all the stuff. Okay. Uh, today in pop culture in 2012, Psy <laughs> debuted his song Gangnam Style on YouTube. Opa, Gangnam Style. Brandon was in that video. <laughs> so far, it's like over 4 billion views. That's crazy. Uh, today in pop culture in 2016, Netflix debuted a show that ended up taking over the world. Stranger Things debuted in 2016. You got this one today. Oh, yeah. 
Stranger Things is so big, this song has been brought back from the 80s. It is charting. That's Kate Bush and Running Up That Hill. Uh, and today in pop culture in 2018, Guns N' Roses had a video that became the first 90s video to pass 1 billion views on YouTube. And the video was for this. First 90s video to pass a billion views on YouTube. Well, G and all. Today is July the 15th, and that is today in pop culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So when I play this song right here, I want you to tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. First thing. The very first note, I think of Bill Clinton. I know. Every single time. So I think of Bill Clinton, too. So President Clinton returned to Arkansas. He wanted to uh, attend the uh, the celebration of life of longtime friend Jimmy Lou Fisher. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a funeral held in Paragould. And the story is, is that President Clinton, uh, you know, boarded the plane and flew into uh, Jonesboro and then went off to Paragould to the Mitchell Funeral Home where he was there to uh, basically give tribute to Jimmy Lou Fisher, who mm-hmm. was a part of politics in Arkansas for so many years. They've been friends nearly 50 years. Wow, yeah. Uh, she served as a state auditor and state treasurer uh, when Bill Clinton was the governor. So it's always cool to see a story where Bill Clinton returns home. Mm-hmm. It is. You know, because the pomp and circumstance, number one, yes, He's a former president. Anytime a former president goes anywhere, that's a big deal. Yeah, they have to do a lot of stuff. But when they get to go back home, like, you know, like he's he's Arkansas. He's Arkansas through and through. Did it make you uh, think about your run in with President Clinton? Yeah, you know, because I had the chance. I've been around him twice, um, and I was very excited. And the first time, I'm like, ah, should I go to this deal? Because what are the opportunities? How many chances do you have to meet somebody who either is a president or was a president? Well, they're going to be written about forever when we're all dead and gone. And so it's kind of cool. Yeah. History. Yeah. Literal history. So my first time, you know, I was all determined to get my photo with him. And uh, he came around, and and I was going to take my picture with him. And I've told the story before that I didn't realize Secret Service was so protective. (laughs) So evidently, you're not allowed to wrap your arms around a former president. Right. Did you get slapped? Uh, Basically, I put my arm around the waist of President Clinton (laughs) like I was holding a female. And the Secret Service guy, literally, it was almost like uh, whack-a-mole. You know that game you can play where you have that hammer and you try to hit the moles when they come up? Right. That's basically what he did with my arm. So I have my arm shot down to my side, and I look over like, oh my gosh, I'm scared to death. That's why you look kind of off in that picture, because you were like, ah. Yeah, so then the guy who was going to take my picture, and if you guys, I'll have to try to find it. The guy who was going to take my picture, he no longer, uh, he's no longer with us at the radio station. He doesn't work here anymore. Brandon, don't say it like that. No, he's no longer here. He's no longer with us. So anyway, he was going to take our picture with what was a new digital camera at the time, mm-hmm. but he couldn't figure out how to work the digital camera because back then, you know, like we had uh-uh. the, the Instamatics and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So he was trying to figure it out and couldn't figure out which button to hit. And President Clinton is standing there with me as I've been swatted away by the Secret Service. And Clinton finally is like, all right, brother, I got to go. I got to get out of here. 
And uh, I don't think they really Did he sound say, like I got to get out of here. <laughs> what in the world? Is and happening? so he's walking away and I'm still smiling. So it looks like we never even had an encounter. So you're just telling people that you stopped and had a picture yes. with him, but you didn't. So my next encounter with the president, it was myself and my wife at an event. <laughs> uh, and uh, we're going to have our picture taken. <laughs> and Leslie wasn't in the picture initially. But once I said, hey, do you mind if she gets in? Don't. Oh, man, bring her on in here. Come on, girl. Go stand next to the president. I met President Clinton before he was president. I met him when he was governor in uh, Little Rock. And he was uh, at my grandparents' church that was called Emanuel Baptist Church. And he was visiting there. And I think think Chelsea might have been in fourth or fifth grade. But my grandparents introduced uh, my family to he and Hillary and yeah. Chelsea. And it seemed like, I just remember thinking he had so much, it was a dark brown hair and it was tons of hair yeah. and he had on a suit and um, Hillary had lots of hair and Chelsea had so much hair. And I remember me and my brother looking at Chelsea thinking, I have never seen that much hair in my life. But I remember thinking, I don't know who this guy is, yeah. but I think he's famous because his, his charisma or what, sure. or, you know, he was very charismatic. And then the other time I had an encounter with the Clintons was uh, we had a, a, a cemetery in the in my backyard, kind of, when I lived in Wynn. And he came to a funeral. Mm-hmm. And my dad and my brother and I went up to the cemetery. We were trying to hide out to see if we could see anything. That's a good and, idea with Secret Service around. Well, yeah. we had a Secret Service guy come over to us. And he was like, hey, y'all are making, I know y'all are just kind of hanging out. But y'all are making one of the snipers really nervous. Could y'all go ahead? And we were like, what? There's a sniper out here? So we thought that that was really cool that the sniper could just like pick us off at any second. Right. They're watching every single thing you do. Yeah. So, yeah, he's back in Arkansas. And what if he's still here? If he's in. Hey, President Clinton, if you're still here. You have an open invitation. You're, you're welcome to come by. We'll change the show. Yeah, you're welcome to take us to lunch. I'll throw away the format if he shows up. All right. You good with that? Where's President Clinton? Somebody get him on the phone this morning. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. Hey, hop on a plane. Which seat are you taking? I always hated it when I was the middle seat. Like if I knew I was going to have to sit in the middle, I was I was fired up the whole flight. I know. Because you don't really know which way to go, which way to lean. Mm-hmm. Uh, typically, if I w- if I were recommending this, I would lean toward the person who is more attractive. <laughs> oh uh, my goodness! Would- <laughs> when I went to Hawaii on the seven hour uh, flight, oh, yeah. Kurt was on one side of me, and then there was a stranger on the other side of me. But I was in the middle seat uh-uh. seven hours. I don't think I could make it. I I, I kept thinking because I already have like knee issues, but I kept thinking they were worse than they were. But when you're in that middle seat, it starts playing tricks on you. Yeah, I can't imagine. Did you get up to go to the bathroom? Uh, no, I just went in my seat. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've had knee issues uh, lately, too. Really? Yeah. It's not my left knee or my right knee. Really? My high knee. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> what? Brandon Baxter in the morning. I was reading a deal today that was talking about family food budgets. Um, Did it fire you up? Yeah, it fires me up. Because I look at our budget and like we spend way too much money on food. Because, again, we talked about this earlier. Food is something I enjoy. Mm -hmm. Like I love Food Network. I love diners, drive-ins, and dives. I love love trying different things and flavors and all that. Uh, And I look at us like we're a three-person family, right? Three people, me and my wife and my son. That can get kind of expensive. We have friends down the street, though, right? There are, what is it, uh, two teenagers, two younger girls, and the parents. Six 
people to feed in that house. That's that's a lot of food. Like you can't go anywhere and, and be able to afford food. And unfortunately, it's also not real affordable to go and, and buy your groceries now either. Yeah, I know. Some of the data that's out there today says uh, 40% of our uh, food budget at this point is spent in restaurants. Uh, so almost half of the money we allot each month to food is now being spent in restaurants. I think mine is for sure. No, I think ours, yeah, we're probably there if not a little bit more than that. Uh, they say the average person, the average family, when they go out and they buy a meal, they order online and go and pick it up. What do you think that price would be on average over like around what? what 35 number? 35 bucks. And you're buying just for two, though. Yes. So, like, uh, I guess this is probably the average is probably for a family of three or four. Uh, 50 bucks on uh. average. They say 45% of people eat in restaurant dining rooms at least twice a week. Ooh. So, we don't eat inside restaurants, and we're, we're doing that a little more than mm-hmm. we did. Of course, during the pandemic, we barely went anywhere. I was lucky to come to work. Um, but um, it's just wild how much money we're now spending on food either in restaurants or at the grocery store. And I can tell you from personal experience, like if we go to the grocery store and we spend X amount of money and we have X amount of meals and we kind of break it down based on the effort of cooking and the stuff that goes with the cooking and the oils or the charcoal Mm -hmm. and all the stuff. Sometimes we go, man, it's almost as expensive to make food at home now. Yeah. So, so you buy the food, but then you have to make it and then you have to serve it to yourself. So you really, gotta clean it. right. So really, right. is it worth it? I don't know <laughs> when I really think about it. Cause like you, you play those games and then, so then you have the enjoyment factor. And again, I enjoy food, but like, it doesn't matter what I make at home. I don't enjoy it as much Never. as I do a good meal in a restaurant. Never. And it's I think it's because of all that. It's because of the the less stress of just going, ordering, it's laid in front of you, you eat it and you just get up and leave. Just get up and leave. That's what I do at home as well. Just get up and leave. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, and then your wife cleans up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Brandon Baxter in the morning. New data out shows it costs a whole lot of money to give birth in the United States. They say the average birth is going to cost an estimated $20,000 at this point. Mm. That's what you're paying to have a baby. I know they do say insurance covers a bunch of that, like over 16000 bucks, but the rest of that expense is going to be the out-of-pocket expense on behalf of of the family who has the baby. And then come the diapers. Yeah, so everything is expensive. And then you you factor in multiple kids, right? Or something mm-hmm. like that. Hey, I wonder when you have twins, does that automatically double? Or does it count like one time of having labor? Like, is it the expense? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if you go in and have one baby, let's say it's 20000 bucks, But if you had twins oh, at the same time. I'm sure. Same doctor. Double. But same doctor. I, same I room. I don't think they give discounts when it comes to stuff like that. So they just be like, oh, no, there's another one in here. There's another 20 grand. Bam. Yes. There's no way. Surely they give you some type of a discount if you're having two kids at once. Oh, here's It's like you, a buy one, get one. Here's you an extra toboggan for the for the head when they go home. It's a BOGO. It's a BOGO deal on babies. Yeah. I don't know if it works like that. What if you have more than two? What if you had triplets or quadruplets or... Fivelets. Keep stacking that money on there. Or sixlets. That'd be terrible. Uh, they also say if you're raising a child in your uh, in a middle income family, let me tell you how much it's going to cost to get your kid to basically 18. They're saying at this point, based on things like housing, food, and education, without counting college, uh, to raise your kid to the age of 18 per one kid is 286000 bucks. 
So if you weren't stressed out already today, <laughs> there's that number. You realize how much these kids are going to cost if it's 286 to raise your kid to 18 and it's 20 grand just to get the kid out. We're over $300,000 per child. How crazy is that, oh, man, man? It's a lot. Staggering numbers to think about, man. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so which seat do you pick on the plane? If we told you you could pick your seat today, right here in front of everybody, okay, we Brandon. want you to pick your what? <laughs> we want you to pick your seat. Is it going to be the aisle seat on the plane, the middle seat on the plane, or the window seat? We've had so many comments, and the majority of people I'm going to say are saying window. Now, I've seen a bunch of windows, but here, let me give you some of the reasons that okay. people are saying the aisle seat. Yeah. Like Jerry Coleman says, the aisle or the exit, because there's more leg room. So I get it. Yeah. Like if you sit on the aisle, you have the opportunity to kind of scoot your legs out there. Now, the issue is you have the, the women the or the men, the flight attendants, uh, who are going to have the cart, and they're yeah. going to push the cart through there. My favorite seat on an airplane, of course, I never go first class, but it's like the very first of the coach where you're on the first row. So it's the yeah. the window seat, but you also have leg room. Mm-hmm. It's like the, the dream seat. Yeah, that's a good one. I know. And for me, like the... The exit row is the intimidating row. Like if I knew I had the exit row, I'm like, oh my gosh, if something happens, I got to be the guy who saves this thing. Yeah. You're the one responsible for the whole plane. Yeah. I don't want to have to do that. Right. I get that. When I was a kid, I guarantee you when I was smaller, they'd have been like, nah, dude, you can't be in this row. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to help anybody, but I'd be so nervous. If, I know. You know. Uh, anyway, it's kind of an interesting thing to think about. I would be the person who chooses the window seat every single time. There is not... I have not seen one person yet that has said middle. I would choose the middle seat, possibly if it was between Jana Kramer uh-huh. and uh, Pamela Anderson. I think I'd choose the middle seat there. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you check out today's podcast, you're going to hear our personal experiences with the one and only President Bill Clinton. Which is pretty cool. We had the chance to both uh, meet him at different times in our lives. Mm -hmm. And both of us have positive experiences. Yeah. So we talk about that today. Uh, We also talk about um, something I discovered. Actually, my wife discovered it. I was unfollowed. And I was unfollowed (laughs) by a person who I know I thought fairly well. Someone who I have exchanged phone calls and texts and all kinds of, of personal time with. And Leslie realized that I was unfollowed. And then she was even more, I guess, upset. Not mad, but kind of sad. She was more sad when she realized she was unfollowed. And then Kelly was unfollowed. And essentially everyone who lives here was unfollowed. So we're, we're, we're all in question. I might reach out. <laughs> no, this you're weekend. not going to do that. The heck did I do to you? Okay. That's what I'm going to add. What did I do to you? Okay. Uh, plus, we have new music today from Kelsey Ballerini. We talk about, is it cheaper to eat at home or in restaurants? What's it going to cost you to raise a baby? Hey, just to have the baby is expensive. And then you got to raise it. So we talk about that. Uh, Jason Aldean is headed to the campfire. All of that on today's show. You can check out the podcast. It's Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. And Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? Like you said, tonight on CMT, CMT Campfire Sessions with Jason Aldean. Sunday on Reels, the story of the songs, Motley Crue and Poison. So I know that that'll be good. Also on Sunday, $100,000 Pyramid Pyramid, and Celebrity Family Feud. The feud will be between Salt and Peppa versus The Proud Family and Bel Air versus Saved by the Bell. All right. Hope you guys have a great day. And we'll talk to you back here Monday morning on Arkansas's Morning Show.